10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello there, to anyone receiving this transmission, this is the podcast, Are We Friends? The show where three boys who have known each other for ten years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. I am Commander Taylor. <laughs> I'm your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And today, as we come inbound in a new solar system, we are reaching a very particular planet. The planet of the apes. Bam, bam, bam. I actually, I actually really like that intro. Yeah, I was gonna say what an intro. I think you nailed it. Thank you, thank you so much. I, that, I that, forgot that we're not supposed to compliment Taylor because it goes directly to his <laughs> head. I did it because the the first scene of Planet of the Apes is one of my very favorite first scenes in a movie ever. It's just so fucking ridiculous. Charlton Heston is <laughs> smoking a cigar in the middle of his in starship, a <laughs> and he. And he, yeah, and he, he puts it next to a bunch of flammable soundproofing material that's on the yeah, wall. Yeah, used for to be some able reason. to smoke on planes. You can smoke on a spaceship. You don't know. Oh, yeah, no, I believe it. Uh, there's, we're going to be getting into it. By the way, if you guys haven't picked up on the theme, listeners, like we're talking we about Planet it. of the Apes today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that scene. There are so many things that immediately happen that tell you, like, yes, this movie was indeed made in 1968 for a variety of reasons, uh, and it really does set the tone so wonderfully for me. But I guess, like, yeah. first things first. Um, this is you your guys... topic, by the way. Yeah, oh, it's my topic. Uh, have you guys, did you guys ever see, have you guys ever seen Planet of the Apes before we researched for this episode? You know, I couldn't remember, but upon watching it, yes, I absolutely had watched the original, and I'd watched the 2001 remake, and I'd watched the first of the new line. And now I've Rise. watched everything but the last two of the original series. Uh, Battle 4 and Conquest uh, for the Planet yes. of the Apes. Um, yeah. What about you, Ryan? Uh, this was my first time actually watching the original. I had tried to oh. remember, and I'd been, oh. I'd be like, I was like, oh, I must have seen it. It's so rel like it's just you. Everybody knows about it. You heard about it. All these things, blah, blah blah. And then I was like, I have never actually sat down and watched the film. So this is my first time watching that. Yeah. Before before we get into it, real mm. fast, there's there's one thing I need to cover right at the beginning. And it's one. It's it's. I am going to refer to these creatures as monkeys a lot. I realize they are not monkeys. <laughs> it's a disclaimer. Don't just, at me. I, I get it. I, I like the way the it's, word monkey sounds, and I use it every chance I can get. So that was our that was our simian trigger warning for all of you sentient beings out there who yeah, might be now, offended. On now, that, if on we that, Planet of the Apes is based on a 1963 novel, a French novel called Planet of the Apes in the UK, where it was first published in English. It is called Monkey World. That's yes. a, oh yes. my god! Uh, I did pull up a quick chart of yes. what the difference between apes and monkeys and everything is. Would you li- would you like me to go over it Please real do. fast yeah. for anybody who doesn't know? Um, so, us and apes and monkeys are all part of the primate tree uh-huh okay uh lemurs too right i think lemurs are Can down in there look at that potentially at pr- prosimians 
Pro simians. Pro simians. That's what it is. They're nice. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Uh, above that <laughs> is monkeys, which there's old world monkeys and new world monkeys. The old world just look like the bigger monkeys. <laughs> then there's the lesser apes, which seems to just be givens. <laughs> What <laughs> <Fuck> you give <laughs> it? Uh, I'm going off of Wikipedia, by the way. So oh my I don't God. really. I just, I just uh, like that idea that you know Jane Goodall or whoever was discovering monkeys for the first time. Just like okay, love- like I really like these monkeys and I really like these apes, but like God damn, those fucking gibbons. Like, gibbons, you know what? Lesser apes. Yeah, there was a yeah. lesser one. Well, then above lesser apes is the great apes which is specifically the three types we see in all of the movies, which is chimpanzees, gorillas, orangutans. Mm-hmm. Wait, what about baboons uh, and bonobos and all them? They must be somewhere in old world or new world monkeys. Monkeys. Ah. Yeah. So those are, those are straight up monkeys. Oh, those are monkeys. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess they are. So yeah, okay. Sorry, sorry. Great apes are our planet of the apes, apes. Yeah. And then Correct. is humans. And then us. And then there's way off to the side of all this, like out, outside of like the umbrella <laughs> terms, Bigfoot. there's this weird Bigfoot. flying little rat thing called a der- dermoptera. I don't I actually know. I thought you say dirigible for a second. I'm like, that's not I have remotely. no idea what they are, dude. I don't know what these things are. They are crazy looking though, but we'll ignore that for now. <laughs> yeah. If They'll, that is uh, if that's an new... incorrect uh, division of the apes, please let us know because I would like to know more about monkeys. Yeah. But I will be using the word monkey a lot. Yeah, very, uh, very Commander Taylor of you. Damn dirty apes. Oh, God. And that's that's one of the best things <laughs> I, I love about this movie and going back and watching it was the lines, this, this, the dope-ass yep. lines that Charlton Heston gets to say in this. In fact, I have a couple of my favorites if of you course. guys want to. And one, it relates back to that first scene. It's just before he sticks himself with... He puts down his cigar for a second wipes like iodine on his arm and then gives himself the the sedative shot and before he says that he says this beautiful fucking line i wonder if man that marvel of the universe that glorious paradox who has sent me to the unknown still makes war against his brother and lets his neighbor's children starve and he sits there and muses for yeah. a second, and then he puts out his cigar like on the spaceship. <laughs> yeah, puts it in his pocket for later, and yeah, then goes into my... cryo sleep. That is my favorite part of that. Is that oh he, he has a little pocket on his on his legally distinct NASA uh, jumpsuit, and yeah, what is it puts like in, Asna? It's a, it's ANSA A N S A. Oh my god. And I'm like, that's such a great legally distinct moment there. Of like, no, no, no. I'm a national space agency, but I'm not NASA. I'm someone completely different. And you're like, you're NASA. It's fine. My willing suspension of disbelief literally gave me dyslexia because I swear mm. to God that said NASA every time. Like, it was <laughs> Very specific. The magic of cinema. But yeah. Yeah. I He does say the most ridiculous things the whole yeah. time, but it's always like, but it do be like that, though. Yeah. Humans so, do yeah, be you kinda, yeah, you kind of stop and you're like, oh my God, what a ridiculous. No. No, no, I kind of get that, actually. What have I been doing to my neighbor? What have I been doing? <laughs> have I let my neighbor's child go? The- oh, my God, I got to go check out my neighbor. <laughs> so I guess we can like briefly uh, talk about the plot of the first one. And then I kind of want to see where you, because it seems like you guys did a lot of different research for this. So I want to take it where you guys want to go for uh, what you looked into. And then maybe we mm-hmm. can circle back around like what I love about this movie. Uh, so the Planet of the Apes, right? 1968, Charlton Heston, and then I guess a cast behind him. 
Oh, um, um the the big one of note is uh, Jorge. Uh, you'll both recognize it. Uh, Roddy McDowell. Yeah. yeah. From uh, previously from Fright Night is the other major thing we've seen him in. I didn't even fucking yeah. It's realize. Uh, what's his face? Yeah, because he's in Monkey yeah. Face. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean I, I kept seeing the name, but I guess I just didn't really know his name. Put the connect. Well, yeah, this is but yeah, twenty now, years before that, so fucking, it makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So Charlton Heston and an intrepid crew of two other characters who have names, and then a lady who dies immediately. Stewart. Um, she has yeah, a name. Which Stuart. is my favorite part is that she has a boy's like. I know it's her last name, but just I love that it's like a boy's name, and you're like. I think she was originally supposed to be a boy. I, I according I to their uh, NASA plan, uh, no, because that would be a lot of trouble if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's oh god, and they do the, like the shittiest 1968 shit with that character because after Charlton Heston like puts his cigar away, he like briefly checks over his two other crewmates, yep. and then he just looks at Stuart, yes. like her sleeping form and just yes. mm. and then he yeah. tucks himself for a good night's sleep until that's, they you know wake up from cryo sleep taylor that's not a 60s thing that's a charlton heston thing that is also he, a charlton he's heston just, thing. that's just who he is and that was his character that's hit whatever and he honestly through the rest of the movie he's pretty honest about those feel like he's not like pretending to be anything else he's very upfront about that well he's got a line later like ah yes do it who is who is to be our new eve yeah. with the willing participation of the other crew members it's like the <laughs> hot and willing participation <laughs> of the, the rest fuck? of the crew including myself and i'm like we get it you fuck we understand yeah. apparently so charlton heston was like a pretty big activist though and specifically, he I yeah. think donated his whole salary from the second movie. Um, big conservative, what, like though. thirty bucks. He's a, oh yeah, like, yeah, he's big yeah. like Reagan supporter and all my, that. So, oh, you know, he's the favorite. president of the NRA, or at least was. Yeah, I don't know that's, that's, really, that's yeah, the yeah, Mike Cold yeah. Dead Hands thing. Um, but there is a funny thing in uh, that I'll talk about later with him and guns as it relates to Planet of the Apes. But please continue word yeah so the crew like they think they uh, they've been traveling near the speed of light so the time has stretched and now they are in the year like 3978 i think is the year they end up in yes it is um and they think they're on another planet um in the book it's around the star beetlejuice but in you know 1968 planet of the apes yeah it's uh they they wind them up in a desert they eventually find they are in a backward society where god forbid the apes have conquered man and it's a desperate fight for survival with many such fun lines. I'm a man. God, it's a madhouse. <laughs> it's, a, it's a madhouse. Is yeah. A um, madhouse. <laughs> and Charlton Heston takes himself a mate, finds Statue of Liberty, and, you know, culture was made. And that's pretty much the, the movie I in love, a nutshell there. Uh, you know what I love about that description is that you literally cut out 80 to 90 percent of all ape-related things. Yeah, he made, he made it the planet of Charlton Heston. You literally, no, he described the <laughs> first the 20 minutes and the last ten last five minutes of the film. And, well, and when you say he later. found a mate, yeah. he does treat her as if she's an adult woman who has consensually mated with him, but she is an animal. Correct. He's having, yeah. She is he's a definitely banging consort who he is like, hello, we're going to do this now. And she is like, I, I mean, depending on the culture and the, you know, animalistic thing, of she's probably like, oh, wow, this guy is kind of nice, I guess, or not mean. I don't know. And then she just doesn't have any lines to say, so it doesn't matter, apparently. Yeah, no, yeah. She certainly he, he, consents as much as an animal can. Correct. Yeah, and he does the same way a dog would wag his yeah. tail. Yeah. I don't know. He refers to her like, he and I'm taking this smile. female with me. 
and yeah. you know, shit like that, and like calls her Nova, mm-hmm. Nova dear, and just like, yeah. come here, lassie. He just like just gently <laughs> holds her arm and moves her to the rest of the plot, moves yeah. her around a little the problematic. Like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, kind of horrific. Yeah, especially because yeah. he definitely wants to bang that lady doctor monkey. I, Zero. you know what? This oh, goes which they—that's—that's the... that's a huge plot point in the 2001, yes. where Helena Bottom Carter plays in, like that correlate character that the made remake, that monkey way too sexy. In the remake, <laughs> in, in the original, I actually don't know. I think there. I mean, I think Charlton Heston is very much an any holes a goal kind of guy. Jesus. Like, <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. He's just, you know, very whatever, any, any, whatever. It's fine. And she speaks to him and they have conversations, fine. But like, because he does that little power play of, I'd like to kiss you goodbye. Yeah. If that's And you're like, I guess, whatever. My fa- she I, love says that. Back, I love that She response. says back, uh, I would, but you're just so damned ugly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, by the way, I love that because it's Charlton Heston. It's like, like <laughs> just this very traditionally handsome man's man guy. And she's like, you're fucking hideous. I will give it to her. He does have 75% more teeth than the average human male. Uh, and he shows them constantly <laughs> yes, in his yes, acting. He just constantly has his like bottom teeth kind of jutted out. Like, I'm yeah, no more an optimist than you are. I believe that somewhere <laughs> in this universe, there must be something better than man. Um, <laughs> just has his teeth bared. In the original, it's very... she uh, Zira, who is the character in this one, in the original... Mm-hmm has very much a curiosity, much like a human would have with a dog. Like a, like a fascinating thing. She's and Jane like, Goodall. Yeah. yeah, she basically is. Um, so that's the sort of affection she has for him in that like sense. In the 2001 one, Helena Bonham Carter, from borderline the start of the film, from the first time they like she sets eyes on Marky Mark, she is like, I'm going to jump that bone right now. And there's yeah. literally shots. There's literally shots in that film where he is talking to the human uh, girl. She has a name, but they don't say it. Uh, she has lines. Oh, not, please she tell have me. No, they she does they have didn't lines. name the human girl in the, the 2001 Are You Serious? No, no, no they did. Definitely supposed I just don't to be know Nova. what her name oh, okay, okay. is. It's, it's something, but I don't know her name. But like, there's scenes where she'll like touch Marky Mark's face, and then they will cut over to a disappointed-looking Helena Bonham Carter. Like she is like no, I want to touch his face affectionately. And then that Phil kiss Collins, his face I want to touch know. everything affectionately. Can and you're like, you wait show a minute, no, me, I want to know about the stranger like me. Like the yeah, the first time she sees him, he grabs her from inside the cage, is yes. threatening to kill her, and she still look at her she's, hand. She starts caressing she his hand. So she's like, it. oh my god, this. Guy. I don't know if that was just like a specific character choice or if Helena Bonham Carter was just really in the mood for Marky Mark on set and was just like <laughs> quietly putting things in there uh-huh. and Tim Burton's behind the camera just seething mad like <laughs> no you're my girlfriend I'm, man I'm should not lie with Abe I'm gonna put this one directly on Tim Burton because yeah that I imagine Marky Mark grabbing Helena Bonham Carter that first time at Tim Burton's and cut who all right guys <laughs> Tim, uh, Barton. <laughs> Tim Barton so Tim, Tim Barton, Barton. <laughs> Timothy Timothy Barton, uh, yeah, behind the camera says, ooh, guys, hold on. Bear with me for a second. Something's being awakened in me. I want you to be... It's called direction. ...into that. And then, like, that's, like, what? turns the entire bit of the movie as Tim Tim Barton is discovering some... I, it's, un- it's Burton! 
<laughs> Until then, no. undiscovered fetish. No. He's furiously rewriting the script as he's thinking of these ideas. It's like, oh yeah, oh I have it. I'll call it subtext. No, and just you know, <laughs> just furiously text. writing his monkey so, fetish in there. Please. Speaking of monkey fetishes, no. why do you like at least the first movie so much? Me? And is it just the first one, or is it the whole series? I like the whole series. Um, I th- I like them in a in a weird amount each time. Like it it definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, dips at the second one and raises tremendously yes after that uh wholeheartedly agree yeah beneath the planet of the apes i feel as though it's a very classic um 70s show dude it's a shit show it's a complete sequel we did not ever plan on having a sequel i don't know what's gonna happen we'll just throw shit at a wall and see if it sticks brian did you see it no i so for this for the research here i did the I did the original and the Tim Burton 2001 one. Okay, let me let me just I'm just gonna recap Please. the whole second one real fast. Go for it. Uh, another astronaut chasing after Taylor shows up, <laughs> finds Nova. They find out Taylor accidentally went into the subway system where there are mutant human beings with psychic powers. The there's a gorilla general oh, who wants to come kill them all. No. There's a nuclear bomb. It goes off at the end. The whole planet gets destroyed. Even better, the the telepathic humans uh, worship the atomic bomb in St. Peter's Cathedral, which is now underground. So now we know that it's not just the Statue of Liberty. Old New York is the forbidden zone. Okay. Um, there's a great famous scene where they take off their masks and show that they're actually like horrifying radiated monsters. And then uh, the whiteout is one of the best parts of this movie. At the very end... Charlton Heston like is dying, and he he hits the crystal, which is the activating thing. Because apparently, you know, at some point, these mutants decided, you know, the turnkey red button stuff that used to activate this bomb That's wasn't stupid. enough. We need to put some crystals up in this bitch, and so they put the crystals there, and it the it whites out gently and says, and some like far off galaxy, a medium sized star, one of its satellites, a small green and indistinct planet, is now dead. Wow. Where was that? Yeah, I did like that. Last, that yeah, that yeah. last line was pretty, That's pretty cool. But like, where um, the fuck was that writing the entire time? Yeah, because the rest of the movie the is, first is <laughs> horrifically bad and terrible to watch. But uh, Taylor, you haven't seen any of the new series, right? I saw the first one, the one with James Franco yep. and Caesar. Yeah. Um, and I, I Caesar's in I, all of them. Yeah, and I'm excited to see what they do. But I want to answer your question about like why I like this movie so much. Um, because watching through it this time, it's been a long time since I've sat down and watched mm-hmm. The Planet of the Apes. This isn't a once a fiscal quarter type movie. No, no, no. That's it? just Jurassic Park, which okay. we will do an episode on. Um, I, yeah, I know. But I know. It, it was definitely in that same wheelhouse of movies that I remember watching again mm-hmm. and again and again as kids. And I think, like, in my tiny little, like, developmental braid, I liked this. I, I definitely know this is the first world upside down story that I became familiar with. And, uh-huh. you know, as a child growing up in kind of a mainstream hegemonic suburban family like charlton heston was an idea of like oh you know man against the elements and shit like and it's really you know going back and watching it this time like okay i definitely see why it's appealing definitely old enough to recognize some big fucking problems with this movie yeah but like i i I loved and his name was taylor his name they kept calling him they they use his name a lot yeah yeah it's very hard for me to watch and it was it was (laughs) awesome and I just thought it was so cool. And there was something about the desperation of the last moment, uh, yeah, like I how really scary like that. that was to me, mm-hmm. but how excited I was about like the last man on earth 
situation that they kind of put themselves in. Like it is, it was, it was gripping and fascinating and macabre and I loved it. I, I love the way Nova looks at it with an utter lack of recognition. Oh, what yeah, is just, happening? Uh, wow. Great <laughs> acting. Yeah. Um, you know, and I Harrison I, does her part. She tries with what she has, which are no lines whatsoever. Yeah, they did not give her a line. <laughs> yeah. well, she has one line. She has one line in the second movie. Yeah, so she has no lines in the original movie. She has one oh, line yeah, no, you're total. Right, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, she does. She she manages to scream once. Uh, where oh, when Taylor is her. like being sucked into the world, which is explained later, she just she screams like inarticulately. She tries mm-hmm. to yell his name, and it just comes out as this awful guttural scream. <laughs> Like loosely in the form someone of who hasn't used their vocal cords ever, trying to use them for the first time, just like ah. it's, yeah, it's pretty much it. Um, yeah, and no, I'm you know, Harrison. I feel like I'm gonna take a wild guess that neither of you are big fans of the 2001 remake. Is that correct? Uh, no. You know what I'm gonna honestly say? Love the makeup. Uh, it is. I was thinking about this while I was watching it, and there were I basically fluctuated between it being bad and terrible. And I think at the end, I settled on terrible, but there were more moments that I thought it was only just bad than I did it was terrible. Um, So, like, it's a better rating than I thought it would get, but it's still fucking bad. For me, it was like they didn't try to make a new movie. They didn't try to properly reimagine it. Like, the naming characters, all different things as little hinks and homages to the 1968. We're like, okay, if you want to, like, do an homage... Do an homage. If you want to make a different movie, make a different movie. But don't like, yeah. I don't know, face fuck these two ideas together until you get nothing out. <laughs> like it really, it, I don't know, like it, it wasn't great. It's in the same way like the the face hugger and alien came to the intellectual property of Planet of the Apes and something horrible came out of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what, that's, uh, sorry, that was the image in my mind when I said face fucked. Yeah, so I watched the remake when it came out originally in theaters as a mm-hmm. child. Okay. Which which is dope to watch as a child. Um, oh, absolutely. Honestly, yeah. again, the makeup and like the effect, stuff like that, was oh, that, that, still yeah. objectively dope. Like, Still looks amazing. And a lot of what you said about the original movie is the same feelings I had as a child watching that movie. Mm-hmm. And so I oh, did cool. just rewatch it, and I did. I don't understand why people hate it so much. Maybe it's because I liked it as a kid. I'll get. I, I can know. get into that when we, if we want. <laughs> yeah, there's. So there's. I did note there's a lot of times where something completely stupid happens for no reason. That does happen. That does quite happen a bit. several times. That but happens. but yeah, like <laughs> logical ridiculousness aside, I thought oh, it was fucking dope. The, the one thing okay. I was going to say. This is one thing I was legitimately going to say where I didn't think it was. As, it was terrible. I thought it was just like I just didn't like it and it was bad. Was the pacing was fine. I, it never yeah, felt dude. like two hours. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was a romp. It moved. It moved at the right pace because Tim Burton's a competent filmmaker. I yes. have no. Uh, the filmmaking isn't really my issue. It's just the writing and the characters in heavy quotes um, that exist that is something... in this world are my problem. Like, yeah. Other you than mean, that, like General I'm... Fade just like flipping out and you know, like just shaking so uncontrollably. Here, here was my here's my assessment of the people. Uh, Tim Roth and Helen Bottom Carter are trying really, really hard in this film, and it shows. General Fade and I think her name is Ari are both yes. very clearly defined characters. Um, Two great actors. I'm annoyed by Ari's character, like, and the writing and the way she does things, that sort of stuff, but it is a clearly defined and well thought out performance on Helena Bottom Carter's part. Like, she is 
very thoughtfully and very carefully doing things and making it really important. General mm-hmm. Fade, I just loved. I was like, you are just awesome. <laughs> You're A plus Tim Roth. G- yes, g- all the time. Um, and then there was Michael Clark Duncan, and I do not know the actor's name, but the guy who plays um, Ari's bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his name's Krull, actually. The, the character's name is Krull. Um, the two gorillas that, whenever you look at them, they o- they always look at each other and there's this tension. And the first time I saw it, I'm like, little they sexual had, tension. They, they had a gay encounter <laughs> and they can't talk about it. Like, they both, uh, they fucked yeah. each other in a tent during wartime and it was whatever. And then Man has fucked, ape has fucked ape. They have ape never, has ape. they've never spoken about it since, but every look is just filled with like, one of them going like we had something, and the other one going, "You stop it right now." <laughs> um, <laughs> but they were good. It was a different um, time, curl. They didn't have a lot to. I mean, they had they had a little more. To, they had a little bit to go on, but that was fine. And then everyone else was either annoying or boring, or Dude. in Marky Mark's case, both. <laughs> now on <laughs> that somehow same point, annoying and was- boring. <laughs> He was yeah. like weirdly selfish and just had yeah, dude. Very the beginning. Very plain. I knew there was a problem from the beginning because his it's a fucked up way different. Ver- it's a different version of how they get through the thing because it involves like mm. purposeful like time travel and all this shit and like stupid. Well, there's purposeful that time cares. travel in the original. No, they're going out into space and it's just because of the relative sequences and times the time has changed. Right, but they, they, about, have line, they, well, they have a line. They have a line about dilate like time dilation because yeah, yeah, they yeah. are they're traveling saying, near the they're, speed they're of light they're talking about the theory that that's what happens when you oh, go out that way okay they're not purposely yeah, right. the the reason he said he says if, if we get back you can test it you can you can check but he, they're not like trying to do that this gotcha. one has like a storm that you go through a wormhole and it fucking the time goes like they're not even trying to do anything they're just on a space station dicking around um but marky mark's chimp friend goes out in his pod and gets lost. And mm-hmm. previously Marky Mark had been to I think it's Bill Paxton, the or the the, the main guy. It's or it's like discount Bill Paxton. Um <laughs> sorry actor who is that, but you are. Um he he talks to him and he's like he basically goes, why don't you let me pilot into the crazy storm of insanity? Why are you letting the chimp go? Like he's mad that he <laughs> yeah. doesn't get to do it. So when he goes, when he like rebels against them and goes out in his pod, he says, I've got to go get my chimp. That's the first thing mm-hmm. he says. And you're like, okay, he cares about his friend and he's worried about him. Yeah. Then the and then next right line after... he says is, never send a monkey to do a man's job. And I'm like, I asked the are same you question. angry or are you trying, like, you don't have a motivation what is your... that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then we can talk about like the very worst scene in all of movie dumb ever is the last scene in the 2001 where Marky Mark oh. comes back to the planet and he he's at the 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 Lincoln the Lincoln uh, monument and he looks up and it's just monkey ape Abraham <laughs> Lincoln it's general fate yes dude oh it's yes yeah, general fate yeah. that's right as Abraham Lincoln as Ab- as Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Yeah, and, and then, then a, like the and then, DC like, monkey cops. police show up and like Ugh, and god like... it's it's so bad <laughs> But and that, Which, it, this is something I will give the 2001 movie. Like it is better paced. The 1968 movie yeah. is two hours, and it's kind of a slog for that first act. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, I think it's 30 minutes oh, into the movie see, before we by, see a goddamn. By ape. the way, as a film, like as a, just a film snob and a buff, and a guy who really appreciates visual storytelling and stuff like that, I was completely fine with the beginning. 
Like, I thought it was really good. I was like, oh, it's, like, really cool, well put together. They're just figuring stuff out on this planet. They're not really, mm-hmm. like, there's no unnecessary, like, bad exposition dialogue. There's, right. everything is, really? like, well That pl- first scene isn't bad exposition dialogue for you? Oh, I'm so- Oh, I'm sorry. When they get on the planet. Okay, yeah. Liter- right. oh, sorry. It's After the prelude. Cut out the first two yeah. minutes, or the first five minutes, including credits. When they land, when they crash on the planet to when they first see an ape. I think is a very well put together piece of filmmaking. Um, okay, I'll, I'll give you. I that. agree that it is slower. It's and it's not that, that it's. Yeah. It's not that I am impatient uh, with it. It's just uh, that you I, are. I was I was kind of like jonesing to see some goddamn monkey action. Yeah, that's but, fair. Uh, but for me, it's like how how badly of the insanity music and the horse turning around and there's yeah. just an ape on it and you hear like this. And you're like, oh my god, it's an ape on a horse! Yeah, that <laughs> sound effect for the monkey horn on a is horse. amazing. Yes. <laughs> monkey uh, but my, my my problem is uh, some of the the weird take, the weird cuts that they do, and I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just like filmmaking at the time, but there's some of the most like awkward. We're not going to really, really like choose it. an angle all over the place. So like when you say it's a nice bit of visual storytelling, I have a little bit of a problem with that. <laughs> I some found. Of the, like... I, I mean, I would yeah, I would respectfully disagree. I think I think a lot of the stuff being kind of disorienting or maybe confusing if it's is, a choice purpose. it's good yeah if it is it's, a choice if it's just, i think it's a choice i think that's purposely yeah. meant okay. to have okay. you feel yeah. uncomfortable on this planet and to hide the fact that they're fil- and to hide the fact that they're filming in the grand canyon yeah and that, I they mean, sh- they... and that humans should definitely be able to recognize the grand canyon when they're in it <laughs> <laughs> the the idea is specifically that like the weird camera angles are, are supposed to make you feel disoriented mm-hmm. like taylor is well they nailed it yeah, yeah. they definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. okay in that case i take it all back again my childhood is entirely verified this movie's <laughs> yeah. great it's okay to think it's slow too because i'd agree in that regard um yeah. not as slow as the second one dude. oh my god oh my god <laughs> Okay, so um, we, we we can just skip over. We can just pass go and no don't need to worry about that two hundred dollars on the uh, second well, one. The one thing I thought you might be interested in hearing about or listeners is some of the references that get made later on because the um the new three movies do like we, very gradually continue to pull out references. Can we talk about references in general? I want you, I want you to bring yeah. the ones you have up, but I want to like talk on the larger subject because again I have to reference the two thousand one one in a negative. But continue. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so why don't we start there? Taylor, what is the exact get your damn hands off me line? Oh, uh, get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Which okay, by gets the referenced way, in every series. Yes. Every you want to do the 2001? <laughs> do you want Do you? Do you remember the exact 2001 one? I, okay. So I'm going to set that one up a little bit because... The, the original one everybody has. He's in the net. And by the way, this was another thing that actually uh, benefited from me watching the fucking movie for once. I had no idea he hadn't been speaking for half oh, yeah. an hour in the yeah, film. Yeah, that's a really good choice. Like, really good bit. That is... I was watching the CinemaSins of this movie, the video they do that they cut, and they removed a sin specifically for that because they're like, that's just fucking awesome. I don't care at all about how old this movie or whatever. Um, in the 2001 one, though... Uh, they, they're getting chased. The humans are getting chased by the, the apes. Marky Mark gets felled and he's standing, <laughs> he's looking at General Thane. He's like, what? General Thane? And he put, he lightly puts his hand on Michael Clark Duncan's <laughs> massive calf. <Yeah>. And <laughs> Michael Why? Clark Duncan goes, <laughs> he just goes, 
get your hands off me, you damn dirty human. And he kicks him in the uh, head. And I'm like, I literally sat there and I just went, I just went, Ugh. Yeah, just everybody's like, no, dude. It was dude. so bad. But on the other hand, so yeah. I'm a big fan of the new series. This, oh, yeah. People may disagree oh, with me on this. I like them. I, like I, yeah, I disagree. The, I, or I agree so much with you on this one. <laughs> yes. yes. the In the first one, it is the first... Wait, what am I? Oh, it's yeah, because it's fucking Draco Malfoy. Yeah, Draco Malfoy's being a huge penis um, to Caesar, and Caesar finally grabs the stick that he is beating. Oh uh, yeah, with. and Draco goes basically says, "Get your filthy hands off me, you damn dirty ape!" And Caesar just goes, "No!" And it's the first it's time the first an time ape has spoken, spoken and everyone cool. like. Oh, it's so good. So it's like actually so like a good redoing of yeah, that scene like, in the first It's a good twit turnaround yeah. of it and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Amazing. So trying to read the like the general timeline of the new three against the the implied original timeline of the first five is interesting because uh, we see they just don't line up. Uh, well, so the way that it happens in movies three, four, and five is that Zira and Cornelius go back to nineteen seventies yeah. America. Uh, and they, the, I'm glad the, I didn't watch so we this. never see, no, we dude, never that see was good. the original timeline. Oh, really? oh yeah. dude, it's it's a rock. No, dude. Oh, that's so the, that's the third one, and it is much better oh, than the that's second right, one. That's right. Okay, okay. Yeah, and possibly even more enjoyable, still worse than the first one. Yeah, it no, it it's I know it's really good. There's a couple of just sassy moments, and they have like a nice fashion montage as like Zero <laughs> becomes like a new woman in the 70s, but she's an ape, and it's like oh, it's so fucking good. Uh, but so now, now, those last three movies give us an altered timeline. We never see the original timeline, which led originally to the Planet of the Apes, because there wanna, we have yeah. And I want to uh, make a fair exchange here. I wanna I wanna keep the sanctity of the last two movies storyline preserved for me, and I can okay. preserve the two later of the new series for you that i i'm so no, no spoilers the both ways oh christmas yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is the christmas day armistice we it's done um but yeah so the plot of the last three implies that this is an altered timeline because yeah. of certain yeah, callbacks at the very beginning and end of the yeah because movie. of the ending of the third movie so we don't well. actually know like what created the original planet of the apes that charlton heston at all get to in that i like that the the new three sort of are filling like another timeline they're version doing, yeah, of how this happened the first time. Yes, yeah, yeah, I like it. I think it's going it's going pretty well. I mean, it's on the on Rotten Tomatoes. Those movies, the score keeps going it up. Keeps going with up. each movie they're that better. comes out. Yeah, which is weird. Fuck yeah. Uh, I yeah. I still the first one of those is my favorite still. I need to watch Rotten. the other also two. way too sad, dude. I'm sad like the whole time. Yeah, it's a. It's too much sad monkey stuff, get, dude. But like, how else do you get to a situation where sentient <laughs> apes are running around beating humanity into submission? Like, it can't be fun. That well, can't no, because it could just be like, like, "Hey, monkey, you want this super drug? Yeah, dude. Exactly. Oh no, you're smart now. We're all dead." Oh. That was a good. That was my favorite homage that they made to the originals. Is that Caesar's mother is yeah. called Bright Eyes, Bright Eyes, which is yeah. what uh, yeah. Doctor Zira calls Charlton Heston. Yeah. Like that's that, exactly that, that, and that. Take a note. That's, that's how we do really nice, subtle. That's how you do you know, good homage. Yeah, yeah, and they they yeah. continue to make like homages that don't get in the way. Like the the name of the nuke in the second original movie is Alpha and Omega, Alpha Omega, yes. and mm-hmm. that's the name of a military organization in the later movies. And it's oh, just like okay. is, is their name. It's just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like 
Very nice. Not yeah, it's not like going. It. It's not going. Hey, do you understand that? Did you see that? Did you see what we did? You see that? It was in the other movie, and we did that. Yeah, yeah. that that shit. Which me AKA insane. AKA most of the recent Star Wars films. AKA Solo <laughs> oh Star Wars god, story. Yeah, I can't even. Oh my I'd god! I watch Solo. Hey. Uh, it's, you, it's not worth it. I'm sorry. Anyone remember Han Solo? And it's like, yes, yeah, I do dude, remember we get, we get a it, character. Dude. Please stop showing me this now. Yeah, I like the I find... actor. I like the guy. I actually think he oh, does a solid great job. Yeah, um, I do. I agree. He he does not look or sound like Harrison Ford in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but he, but he <laughs> is. Blows my but he mind feels because like people Solo. were people were like raving about like oh my god he just captured Harrison Ford like you guys did not watch the no, no, same he movie captured, that I did he like captured at Han all. Solo I think like mm. like he feels like that essence but he's not Harrison Ford in any he's way He's not Harrison goddamn Ford. He's Franklin Jella in Frost Nixon. Like he's not the person he's being but like he's getting an essence of a character. That's a really good comparison because Franklin Jella does an amazing job yeah. playing a character named Richard named Nixon, Richard Nixon. And does a terrible who, Richard who Nixon. Who happens to do all of the same things the real Richard Nixon did, but isn't him. Yeah. It's like Michael Fassbender, Steve Jobs. Like amazing performance. Oh, fuck Not, yeah, doesn't I remember remind that movie. me of Steve Jobs good. at yeah. all. Unlike Ashton Kutcher, who like this <laughs> is a scary caricature of Steve Jobs, and you nailed it, and it's a shit movie. But you're like in I'm the so wrong sorry. Film. I'm pretty. Is that did he yeah. have the same thing that happened where he thought he was going to be in the Sorkin one and he wasn't, and he picked up a know. shitty bad one. So that happened to somebody for sure. That happened. To, oh, you know who that definitely happened to? Hmm. That happened to Bill Murray when he played Garfield. Yeah, what because, was it? You know what he was? What he the thought fuck? the Cohen. That's, that's he right. thought Joel Cohen of Joel yeah. and Ethan Cohen, the oh, Cohen brothers, was no. directing and writing a Garfield movie. So he's like, "This is gonna be a fucking slam dunk cakewalk. It's gonna be this awesome fighting." And then they were like, "No, it's Joel Cohen." And you're like, "Oh God, I'm locked into this movie. I've already signed my contract. I'm in such trouble." <laughs> oh God, that explains so many things about Garfield. That really does. Mm-hmm. Fuck. By the way, a Coen Brothers Garfield would be fucking tremendous. Oh, I don't, dude, they would bored, nail that like sardonic timing. If they're bored and timing. they want to do that, please do that. <laughs> dude, I don't know how fucking Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties, wasn't a slam dunk for the title alone. Dude. Oh, um, don't bring that evil into my world. That, <laughs> that is one of my favorite things about Planet of the Apes, though. Is like There's a few easy ways to get me. And one of them is you just throw a monkey in that movie. Every time. And they do uh, such solid performances. Like all the actors who are in the the monkey costumes, like they just mm-hmm. the slight. It's not overdone. They're not trying to walk on all fours, but they do kind of like monkey around instead of just walk. And it's and it's little things I, like that. And they I've move noticed, their mouths weird. Like they're great. So I've watched seven monkey movies in <laughs> the past week, and I still like at home when I'm alone. I'll start. I'll notice. I'll start walking kind of like a monkey. Just like I need. I need to stop watching yeah, these stop damn watching chips these on screen. <laughs> No, I really want you to like invest in that feeling even more and produce the perfect monkey movie and title it Simeon Kane. Well, you know what they say, human see, human do. That oh human say, I human literally do. wanted to pull my ears off of my head when he said that. <laughs> I got so angry. <laughs> there's it's so good, there's dude. a lot of moments like that where like Paul Giamatti or like that one was good. that was in the original, right? 
Uh, yeah, yeah it's that, in the original. I can't tell anymore. Um, dude, you know Paul Giamatti say. in the 2001 was so good, dude. Are you kidding me? Get, you you want to get rid of this one when it hits puberty, because the worst, th- the one thing you don't want in your house is a human teenager. And I'm like, oh my god, shut up! Like I hate this so much. I was just about to make my move. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> so earlier, earlier, someone had said something about um, I want to talk about Charlton Heston and guns in this movie. That sounded like oh, a nice oh, factoid. Oh, oh. What is that? This was okay. So Charlton Heston makes a cameo in the 2001 remake. That's right. Where where, where is he? He is Thade's father. Oh, he's shit. the old. I think oh. he dies in the film yeah, for real. Like that's what it looks like. Is he <laughs> he not, like he's like, dead in the ape makeup, and they're just Tim Roth's like, oh my god, this is great acting, and then like. Wait, Charlton? Oh, oh God, he's dead. Oh, oh did this we get the, the cut? Scene. Did we get the take? Okay, we're good. <laughs> <Yeah. Fuck>. uh, <laughs> but he, so he goes, he basically goes, it's it's weirdly pro-gun and anti-violence, anti-gun violence at the same time, because he calls Fade in, and he's like, I'm Charlton Heston, I'm dying. Is it Ape's destiny forever to commit war on his brother? (laughs) It's just literally (laughs) regurgitated. Um, No, he's basically saying, he's basically saying, our bloodline is super hype. We're made from monkey Jesus and we're the best, like, we're supposed to lead, blah, blah, blah. What's monkey Jesus' name again? uh, Simos? Simos, yes. Um, Very close to Caesar, and I don't know why they didn't do it. I don't. I thought. Oh, because I remember because the new movies season. wanted to be associated with something good and not this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, Just completely unnecessary shots of these. No, movies. it's because I think Caesar's in the original ones. Oh, probably Caesar is uh, yeah, three, yeah, four, and five. Oh, then yes. that makes complete sense. Um, but he goes. He's like, in the time before time, humans used to rule and monkeys used to drool. And uh, sorry, that's not the that's something something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. But he's back like, in the day he, he when monkey Jesus was around, he basically goes. He basically makes the point everyone makes: if humans and apes are in a fist fight, the apes will win all the time. But the humans don't have a fist fight; they have guns, and they fucking murder us all the time if they have those. So he points over to a thing on his like nightstand. It's a jar, he's like, right? He's like, break this. It's like a heart shaped jar thing. He's like, break that. And Tim Roth fucking shatters it, and there's a gun in there, and he's like, "This is the fucking method of our destruction and all this shit." And I'm like, "Are you okay with a gun?" I was, but he's like, he's like, "This is the thing that like ruins society. Like, this is the stuff that fucks everything up." And I'm like, "Are you advocating for Thade to use a gun, or are you advocating for nobody to use a gun?" Because all of these are confusing now. No, he's, he's like just Charlton using the gun Heston. as evidence. That's all. Okay. Say okay, that again? Because I feel like he's... Charlton Heston could not commit fully to an anti-gun line in a movie. That would just, he would blow up if he tried to do that. <laughs> those those monkeys are too dumb to make guns, and he's just using that gun that does not work anymore as evidence that humans had guns. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Then that's fine. Yeah, that that's fine. See, that's that why Thade doesn't bring the oh, gun to, to the war. So I wanted He doesn't to... bring the gun to the monkey knife fight? Correct. He no. takes it off of fucking Marky Mark and pulls the gun on him and tries to shoot him, and it keeps Rick... he gets locked in the glass case of emotion, and yeah. he fucking shoots everywhere <laughs> and starts doing flips and crying and stuff. Um, I thought that was kind of dope, dude. Oh, no, no, I'm not... 
I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just describing it as I saw it. That that uh, is we, directly what happened. I it's will exactly what happened. It's a correct I, I, uh, statement of events. What a missed opportunity for that line where he's shaking and he's pointing the gun. And he goes, "Are we as human as they?" And just like slip a Jane Goodall <laughs> reference in there. And I I do have some questions about this whole situation. One. Are they actually on Earth in 2001 version? No. I don't think they are. What happens is a different planet where it's just the space station. It crashes onto the planet. The um, the monkeys are already juiced up. They're juiced up on like gene splicing and all that shit. And CMOS leads an armed insurrection and fucking beats the shit out of everybody. And then they start evolving. And I guess whoever's left, they like... Let's see something happens because they yeah, say popul- that the humans outnumber them 40 to 1. Well, it's because humans fuck like rabbits. I don't know. To tell. I don't know. Um, I guess. Fair enough. Best thing I can uh, think of. So um, then yeah. how is it that Abraham Lincoln comes around on Earth That's a, and is also General Thade directly? I, see, that honestly is the part that fucked me up the most. I, I, when see, I, read I the think plaque. it's as... As an adult, like I get, I get the homage that they're trying to make because they have uh, in the later it's movies complete... and in, in the original movie that you see their lawgiver, the orangutan, who's yeah. mon- uh, monkey Jesus, and then in the later <laughs> movies you you meet that lawgiver. Like he's just a plot device. Yeah. I'm not giving yeah, anything sure. away. Yeah. Um, but that same idea that we have a memorialized like savior monkey coming through, and I so I yeah. what I think happens, what I think they were trying to do is like he tried to go back through the wormhole, but he just went further ahead in time to where like his missions failed, and this is the future of Monkey World that he well, was on, which just somehow makes perfect. No, but see, they show him. No, going he to goes Earth. to Earth. Oh, God. if they showed him on the different planet, yeah, then we could just right. say that he leaves, Thade gets out, and Fuck. he does yeah, his see, shit. What I, what I think it is is yeah. he goes through the wormhole and ends up in an alternate but similar that's what it dimension. Is. Okay, that makes sense. That's to me. what it is, Jorge. It, that's the correct that's what answer. It is. Um, I was waiting. I, think I, think I was dumb, honestly man. waiting for. Um, I was waiting for Thade to pull an old Biff from Back to the Future Two <laughs> and like sneak onto a ship before Marky Mark can do anything. Yeah. And, like, go change the past, come back, and then, like, lose on this Earth, on this planet. And then Marky Mark's like, I'm going home. And he's like, surprise, bitch, I already ruined your home. (laughs) It's too late, motherfucker. A very innocent version of that plot is a lot of three, four, and five. Not going to get into details. Hmm. Yeah. You start to see it Okay, okay. It's kind of crazy. That's fine. I like that. Yeah. The uh, it's it's what is really weird for me is the new series is like the beginning of apes taking over. It's the so first part of yeah, like although if Taylor, if you haven't seen the movie in a while, I don't know if you realized the first time around, but you see Taylor take off in the Icarus on TV. You see like Get that spaceship out of take, here. Do you really? You see the Icarus take off, and then later on in the movie, you see a newspaper heading that says "Lost in Space." <gasps> That's yeah. so cool. That's fucking yeah. cool. That's really fucking That's cool. Really Which is fucking, fucking awesome, dude. Because that the big thing that Miss those that. movies are missing is not enough space. I didn't catch it till my second watching. Well, because they're trying to establish the like part of it. They're not. Trying yeah. To, you know what I mean? Like, it's a yeah, different but, goal or perspective on the story. And there's to me, there's always like a weird. You have to get the right balance of monkey because the second original movie, not enough monkeys. Some <laughs> no. of these later newer ones, maybe too much monkey. Yeah, number four, um, too much monkey. Not gonna lie. No, I meant I meant he the, means, the new series. Oh, by oh, the, the way, new series. Okay. By the way, I need to I need to one the only thing that I get annoyed 
or that some people get confused by and I kind of get irked by, but I'm okay with it now is the titling of these movies. Oh my God. I the can't titling keep straight, is, dude. The, the three, the three is. movies are, the three movies are in, in this order. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. The second movie is called Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The third movie is called War of the Planet of the Apes. It's They changed it to War for oh, the Planet of the Apes. Oh, now it's War for the Planet of the Apes. Brian, I'm about to blow your mind right now. Yeah, this is yeah. how this the one, naming convention worked crazy. for the first five, okay? Oh, no. It's Planet yeah, of yeah. the Apes. I'm so beneath, far completely okay. Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh, all right. Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Battle for the con- Planet of the Apes and Conquest of the bat- Planet of the Apes. God, <laughs> dude, I can't even I, dude, say that. I would flip out in pause. I would give them like all the points if they went battle for the conquest <laughs> of the escape beneath the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Just oh like God, adds yeah. all the titles together. <laughs> the Conquest battle for the planet underneath the apes. <laughs> dude, I can't. I cannot get over beneath the planet of the apes it's like they went forward in time and pulled the seventh movie and shoved it into the second place (laughs) (laughs) well i was reading an article about these and uh so the idea of a reboot um this the 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 article is trying to make the case that planet of the apes 3 is the first time that well now it's cliche to reboot a series to kind of give a new life and alternate timeline but apparently planet of the apes fucking invented this shit yeah, the second one, yeah, the second cool, one dude. goes way off the rails, and they, it's really good. It's really good how they bring it back for the third one. They Mortal Kombat yeah. nine it, where they're like, "Jesus Christ, this is a complete nightmare. We have to fix this franchise." Dude, sometimes you just got to go back in time, back to the past. Samurai Jack. Um, yeah. Watch um. Oh, I was just gonna say something. Oh, oh, this is one thing I was just gonna say, ab- apropos of nothing. Hey, uh, Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. I don't care. I'm listening. Give Andy Serkis an acting yeah, Oscar oh my God. for his performances in these films. He yes. is so good. He's he so, so good. good. <laughs> he plays Caesar in the new films. Yeah. He's very famous for yeah. his motion capture work. He's so good. Who doesn't know? Has also um, played Gollum and what's his face? Uh, he was the one. villain in Black Panther, the white villain in he Black was Claw, Panther. Yeah. There's a, he plays. A, there's another motion capture character he famously plays. Besides Gollum Ooh. and Caesar. I don't know. I don't remember. Any, I guess it'll be up for you okay. to find out someday. Yeah, it's, I'll fucking Google it. Um, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a grown-ass adult. I can do that. Um, I do. I love his little entourage of uh, wise orangutan and um, I think noble gorilla. And then there's the one evil ape with the fucking scar. Fucking Koba, dude. Just Koba. Don't even say nothing. But Taylor, you got to oh, watch dude. the rest He's of these King movies, Kong. dude. Andy Serkis. That's what it is. That's oh, what yeah, it is. King fucking Kong. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I was like, why? No, because I knew this is going to connect. And I think there's two different monkeys in the new films that have both played King Kong. Like the actors behind them. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool as hell. Oh, yeah, that are in Caesar's main sense. entourage. Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, I liked the... Um, in terms of the movement of the people, to go back to that for a hot second, I 100% understand why they move the way they move in the new ones, it makes complete sense because they're just coming off of ape dumb. It's fine. Um, yeah. I totally get why basically everybody acts like a quote human with a little bit of ape affectations in the original one. I can't speak for the uh-huh. later ones. I'm a they, little, they maintain it. I, I, I yeah. do get it, but I'm a little bit off put 
by how much aping and gorillaing they do in the 2001 one. Yeah, they're straight monkey boys. It, it feels like yeah. too much. Because I like so that they civilized. finally use their feet, dude. Because in the original ones, I'm looking at their damn shoes on. I'm like, why aren't you using your feet, stuff monkeys? Stuff like that is great. Like little things like that where they were picking stuff up and doing things with their feet. I'm like, of course you would. It's an evolutionary trait. Like you would be stupid not to, right? Like mm-hmm. Beast from X-Men is smart and is intelligent and walks around normal, but like will use his feet to pick up shit if it's what is efficient to do. So, like, yeah, dude, I still use case, my feet to pick up shit. Well, <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> I'm not as dexterous as you guys in that Chip regard. Chip dexterous. Um, but I feel like they jump around and do a lot of like, <laughs> like that yeah, they stuff do, yeah. way too much. Oh, yeah. featuring one of my most go away heat uh, scenes in a movie ever where I wasn't upset about it because the movie wanted to be upset about it. I was just upset about the content of the scene. When uh, Nova, who is an ape in this one, and her orangutan, another uh, bad homage, Senate father or Senate um, lover, husband, whatever. Are Wait, about... that's supposed to be Nova? I think it is. I think I they just the... like they brought the name over for. No, 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 I didn't no, know they named her that. I think it's oh, it's her name. I looked it up on IMDb. God damn, because um, there's the, there's the human that is clearly Nova. Yeah, her name is like Dana. Nova. I I looked it up. I looked it up pre- in between the time I said she has no it, name and now. It's like so D-A-E-N-A done. or something like that. Mm. But there is a scene where, like, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch are getting are running away at this point. <laughs> and, and the Monkey Bunch, and, dude. And the and Monkey <laughs> I know. Marky I also Mark, dropped the ball, and I didn't say AP Dexterous. Marky of Mark and the Monkey Bunch. We're good. Right. Um, they're, <laughs> they're scooting away, escaping, which, like, 20 minutes into the film. That's another thing I kind of... There was no, like, real look at the society and the treatment of how things are. See, it's just I like, thought we... Quick jaunt, and then we're out. I thought we got, like, more cool shots of Monkey Society in oh, 2001 than we did in the original one. Definitely, because Tim Burton's creative, and he had he had the dwarf, the monkey, the, the ape person playing the accordion, doing the thing, and the they had the yeah. dwarf coming around with the hat like the little monkey does with the the meat gr- the organ grinder. Yes, dude. Um, and, like, passing out the thing. I'm like, little things like that are great, and I love those little moments, but there were only little moments. There wasn't, like, a... Yeah. I don't know. They didn't feel like there was, like, an overview of, like, 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 how this is The biggest operates. problem um, with 2001 is the script, because we, we keep talking mm-hmm. about, like, the, the, mm-hmm. the effects are great. Like, Tim Burton's a great actor. Some solid performances in there. Sans, yeah. Marky Mark. But, like, yeah, I think it is just It's the basically just the writing in the script. That's all it is. Um, but there is a scene, and this is another problem with the script, because someone decided, hey, we'll keep this in. Um, as they're escaping, they're running through a bunch of things, and it's kind of like almost like a Benny Hill skit, where they're running through, like, scenes of, like, shops, and it's like, ah, and there's people, ah, all this stuff like that. Yeah. One of them is an orangutan is sitting on his fucking bed all being fat and sassy, just like, blah, 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 blah. And literally, like, moving like an ape, The his, like, consort yeah, is, dude. like, coming down like this with, like, a shawl over her arms and her head. And she's like, Ooh. and they're going like, <laughs> and they're like, she pulls off her shirt yes, and she's like, <laughs> and I'm like, I need to get away from this scene. I need to no, go dude, into an absolutely AirPod the right and fucking of fly away to an alternate earth where this scene doesn't exist in this movie. <laughs> and then well, they get assume, interrupted and they jump on the chandelier. Yeah. We assume by the time of Abraham Lincoln, they, they learn to control their monkey urges. Thank God. 
screwed. Yeah. I guess so, man. I don't know. Uh, dude, talking about it has only made me be more behind Abraham Lincoln. I have so many questions. I, I have. Yeah. Oh, I have quite a few questions about it, but I know none of them will be ever be answered. So I'm gonna. I know, like after this, I'm gonna rent all three of the new ones. I was and gonna watch say, I am definitely right now renting. Dude, they're up. Dawn and they're War. for sure up. Also, they yeah. feature kind of powerhouse dudes in each one because Franco's in yeah. the first one, Gary Oldman is in the second one, and Woody, Woody Harrelson's in the third. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I remember Jesus seeing that. Christ. Oh, I remember seeing that trailer and he's just shaving his fucking head at the top of the thing. And I'm like, you look awesome. Yeah. Another great homage. Like, because shaving mm. is like a weirdly important last right. bit in the original 1968. Uh, it makes Zero you look comes up less like, intelligent. <laughs> yeah. And I, uh, it, there's a couple moments that they just do at the end there where they keep making jokes about the youth in the 1960s. Oh, and, my uh, God. Where I come from, only young men wear the beards. And, yeah. uh, and the, the monkey, I forget Lucius. what the nephew's name is, like, I don't go in for fads. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, and the last I, thing I, Charlton Heston yeah. says to him is, never trust anybody over 30, kid. Um, <laughs> I love that That exchange. was fucking great. So and good. I guess it was, I don't know who wrote like those specific lines, but... I was fascinated to see who was one of the co-writers on the script. Who? Mr. Who? Twilight Zone himself, Rod yeah, Serling. Yeah, that's right. That's no right. No shit. Yep. How did and I I'm like, that? And he, gives a, he gets a lot of credit for that. Literally, when I watched it, I went, this is an extended. Tw-. Like, I know this is based on a book and everything, but like the way this is put together, his pacing, his setup, all these things. I'm oh, like, yeah. this is an extended Twilight Zone episode. And it's great. It could have it would it would be an awesome that makes like, a lot of sense to extended two parter because literally when he says get your hands off me you damn dirty apes it cuts Perfect to this cut. wide shot and then fades to black and I'm like he wanted to put like to be continued on right. this and fucking milk the shit out of that for two episodes and have everyone like. 80 million people watching the Twilight Zone that week. Oh, I would love to see if, you know, we pan out, we see the uh, Empire, st- uh, sorry, the Statue of Liberty as he, Charlton Heston is, God damn you all to hell. Mm-hmm. And then closer in the foreground, Rod Sterling comes out. Yeah. Like, we have witnessed ourselves. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, Can a couple man of... and ape coexist on this new planet? Will that they find me something is... more? A couple other fun references in <laughs> Rise of the Planet of the Apes. There is a puzzle that Caesar's working on. You don't see it, but apparently it's a puzzle of Taylor and Nova riding the horse <gasps> on the beach right before yeah, they get to the Statue of Liberty. Uh, solid. Like and, I, I love shit like that. And there's some part where it's like it's like right before Caesar's about to start getting real smart. I think mm-hmm. you see him playing with like a put to like putting together a little model of the Statue of Liberty and he's like just putting Oh, that's the right. On. That's right. I do remember that one. I remember that reference. That was great. Uh yeah. so a, a fun little like another intertext um thing. A weird connection is with the movie Madagascar 2005. Get the fuck out of here right now. Hold the what? phone. <laughs> Tom Better McGrath. Good, uh Tom McGrath who it plays the lead penguin skipper. Uh, I was listening to an interview with him years mm-hmm. ago, and he was talking about his exact inspiration for this character, because originally they had another guy do it, and he said, no, I just did a Charlton Heston impression from <laughs> Planet of the Apes. That's exactly what the character Skipper is. And he does that That's line, so is man destined to always bring war against his neighbor? <laughs> just like the so. Charlton Heston, Planet of the Apes, has given rise to like six more animal-themed oh movies God, in the three Madagascar and the several penguins of madagascar ips that's perfect that's crazy yep thank you chuck okay <laughs> or as he was um, known in the previous episode chorizo hudson chorizo, chorizo hudson, hudson. <laughs> <I forgot about> <laughs> uh 
Um, oh, the oh. the uh, the last one is the it's a madhouse. Fucking Draco Malfoy says that when he's like oh, does he really rallying, he when he's rallying up all the that's apes. Right, that's right. He starts. He just starts screaming it in the background, like takes, on repeat. It's I so awesome. I like when he awesome. and his friend take two girls to the animal preserve, and I'm like, "Wow, what a yeah. hot date location!" The animal preserve. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're there to drink though, and be yeah. teens. So. Yeah, that's true. They'll drink yeah. fucking anywhere. Yeah, all right. we we all did it. I don't know what you're talking about. I was a good little boy. So what do we what do we think, y'all, on the uh, on the subject of Planet of the Apes? Are we friends? Um, the quote... only point of contention would have been the 2001 remake, but you guys were surprisingly kind during during that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. yes. I'm gonna Brian. say, "Damn you all to hell for agreeing <laughs> with me." <laughs> yes, we're friends. Yeah, no, I I definitely think so. I don't have a nice tasty quote to pop up on it, um, but yeah, I mean I. I love this movie, and I did not realize how much of my like cinematic sensibilities has come out of this movie. So yeah, I'm glad you guys like it too. Yeah, I didn't realize how much of an impact that that 2001 one made on me until I was watching <laughs> I it again. Say, it's <laughs> like, I could like exactly remember what types of movements they were about to make. I must have watched it a bunch of times as a kid or something. <laughs> Damn. Well, thank you all again for joining this madhouse episode of. Uh, are we friends as always you can find us on the world wide web at our website r-we-friends.com or on twitter and instagram at underscore are we friends all one word if you liked this if you want us to talk about more classic sci-fi which i'm sure we will do please let us know hit us up anytime and be sure to like rate and subscribe tell all of your friends about these fun few boys who like to talk about monkey stuff (laughs) until next time I have been your misanthropic, cigar-smoking, astronaut hero, Taylor. I've been your eccentric but well-meaning ape psychologist, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. (laughs) And we will talk to you next week. (laughs) God damn you all to hell!